Ya ikandara basi terebando robosia ribandere basi torobosi tinebendi come on pray pray in the holy ghost pray rebasi terebande irabandi jora pressing ikarabasho torobasi tinebendia iribamande siterebande rebamande rebosi kiga get the spirit of infirmity out of here ikandere basi terebande rebasho to ribandere bisiki rebando robosia Ribandere bisi rabamando rabosia untimely deaths ikarabandere bisi tonobondo rabosia ikarabandere bisi karabando rabosia cancer tumors irabando koseterebesi terebendi ikarabandere basi torobokudaba irabandere basi blood disease irabande irabandere basi tarabande cancer irabando roboseterebesete Ikandore besi brambande de besi karabando lobosia ikendere besi brambamamate de bande spirit of rebellion rebande de besi ti irebando lobosia rebande de besi tadabokosia irebande de besi rebabamosia terebendi andele besia irebando lobosia karabande de besi every unclean spirit ikarabando lobosia every stumbling spirit every hindering spirit ikarabase terebe every foul spirit ikarabande de besi this war is one with words listen we're not fighting flesh and blood you fighting principalities powers wickedness in high places rulers of the darkness you need to serve notice break them generational curses off of your family life all them bad habits every unlawful connection you need to break it now you need to speak to it you need to destroy he said for this the man of God was manifested to destroy the works of the enemy you gotta open your mouth. He said, do much prayer. May not always pray. Much prayer. Pray out of your flesh. The only thing that's hurting is that flesh. But your spirit wanna pray. You got a war. He said, wage a good warfare. The curse is going to come up for your family. 
because you spoke it off. Oh, you have an adversary. He is the accuser of the brethren. You need to know how to apply that blood. You need to know how to appropriate that blood. It's not a spectator sport. This is intercessory prayer. When we come to lay our lives down between light and darkness. Good and evil. I need some people to stand in the gap for this nation. So the morality of this nation. We need acts of righteousness to bust out in our neighborhoods, to bust out in our families, in our place of work, in our nation. We need acts of righteousness. He mande de basende a sonde, he rebande isi no cosia, rande isi no seredia, he rebande de besi do noce, he landada mande cande, he requisetende, he nadabo sende quisetande, he becerebosetende, he rambando seti, he nando cositende. When Paul and Silas prayed at midnight, he said it suddenly came. An earthquake, it shook everything that was in existence. He and all that was bound was set free. From the prayers of the saint. Not the listen, not the singing, not the preaching, but the prayers of the saint. And they were gathered in one place, on one accord, one purpose, one faith. He said when they began to pray, he said that the, listen, listen, that even the captives wanted to be saved. The captives wanted to be saved. Because the prayers of the saints. That's why some of our family members are still in bondage. Because we have not travailed yet. We have not cried out. We have not mourned over our sins. He said, you are to live in liberty and freedom. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, in this battle, you got to speak. You got to open your mouth. You can't sit back vicariously and believe somebody else going to do it. You got to open your mouth. The Bible said that you are to wage a good warfare. Woo! to take it by force my God what shall you say to the matter what shall you say Woo. 
like David, he told Goliath, that Philistine, who is defiling my God, the God of Israel? Who is defiling him with what he said? My God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. That whole battle was waged in the spirit realm. They spoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's another problem. We wait to we wait to take the blow. You're supposed to strike first. You're supposed to strike first. You're not supposed to wait to get the hit. You're supposed to strike first. Ooh, and we're bonded in love. He said there's no law against God's love. There is no law. No law. We stay bonded in love. God's love. Not your love. God's love. The unconditional love. The love that seeks not his own. The love that only seeks to love. The love that don't take account of the wrong done to it. That type of love. Thinks the best of every situation, everyone. Bears up under everything, every situation, every circumstance. Love never fails. Good God Almighty. Woo! That's how you keep your armor on. What keeps your armor on is the love of God. My God. Woo! See, we don't understand. Praise and worship is a weapon. Yeah, we come in here, we normally pray. Pray it down. But listen, you can't control what the Holy Spirit wanted to do. Praise and worship is a weapon. Silence is a weapon. My God. When Saul was bound with an evil spirit. He said, sin for the minstrels. Sin. See, we got to understand what music is supposed to do. It's supposed to destroy the yoke. It's not about you feeling good. It's about what it does. My God. Too many of God's people are in bondage. Man. Glory to God. It should look like a battlefield. Shouldn't be all organized. Everybody just sitting nice and sweet. You're in a war. But what we don't need is friendly fire. We are in a war. The body of Christ seems like they don't think that they're in a war. He said, fight the good fight. to mix it with love. Although I speak in the tongues of angels and have not love, I am a nobody. Love should be the foundation of your thoughts. How you exist. How you interact with each other. Love should be the foundation. Hallelujah. Oh, 
put the battlefield back together. We can fight another day. Now it's time to get educated. Hallelujah. Y'all say, won't keep you long. Just jump right on in through the body of Christ. Amen. Feel at home. We're going to get it together. My God. Hallelujah. This is intercessory prayer. This is where you come to understand the rules of engagement. say it one more time. Intercessory prayer is where you come to learn the engagement of warfare. How to engage. Got enough friendly fire going on in the body of Christ. You need to be precise in how you handle your weapon. You need to learn how to put together blindfold. There we go. We good? Y'all know I like to use my hands. Hey. Hey. Everybody doing? All right. Careful what you say with your words. I told you that your adversary highly intelligent and smart and he'll use your words to curse your own self mm -hmm. called self-imposed curses that you speak I can't stand that church them people there don't love nobody See, he'll get you to curse yourself don't nobody love me It'll get you to curse your own self. And it's a shame that the believer don't believe we're in a warfare. The Bible says you have an adversary. He said he's the accuser of the brethren. So a lot of time we come to church, there's no conviction of sin. So you don't feel guilty about sinning. Get real comfortable. Here's TJ. Oh. You know, I feel, I can tell when my other part is not with me. I mean, you should feel that way too. You should feel when husband and wives, you, when your husband not there with you, you should feel an imbalance. Something is not right. Yeah? <laughs> I told you, your marriage what it does, when we are together, it destroys 
the works of the enemy. Our marriages, that's the church. Oh, okay. Mm. So if he can get an advantage of it, he can find where we're ignorant at. He has an entrance. He has a legal entrance. He's not there illegal. He's not an illegal alien. He's in your life because you gave him legal entrance. Yeah? See, a lot of times we come to prayer, but we have no strategy. We have no strategy when it comes to warfare. You got to have a strategy. You got to know where he is. You got to know yourself. Yeah, okay. All right. I told you a divided home is a divided church. I mean, y'all going to have to get that eventually. A divided home is a divided church. When you bring your division from home to the church, guess what? Now we got a divided church. You can't hear that enough. Mm. That's two. That's division. I told you two. Die means two. Vision, you have two different visions. I'm going this way and you going that way. That's called division. Mm. Vision is singular. One. Man, so we come to learn tonight, right? This is a teaching ministry. Jesus said, come and learn of me. Right? All right. We need to learn some things. Amen? All right. We're going to get on the battlefield here. I'll tell you, praise and worship is his weapon. Mm. If you know how to use it. If you know when to use it. You got all the ammo, all the supplies, but you don't know how to, you know, uh, you don't know how to, um, you, I want to say use. You don't know how to manifest them. You don't know how to manifest them. Everything in the kingdom works by faith, which works by love. <laughs> Man. Demons and angels. I'm going to help you with something tonight. Okay? I'm going to find out some things. That's if you want to learn. I need a mature people. Okay, just one more time. Go to Proverbs 12. Just in case anybody want to get mad at me. New Living Translation. I'm going to hit that out one more time. I think this is a good way to start every time I teach. So you know it's not me. All right. You should come ready to learn, ready to grow. Amen? You got it? Proverbs chapter 12 at verse 1. This is the New Living Translation. It says, to learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. All right. All right. I think it's a good, you know, breaker. In case you forgot from Sunday. One more time. Let's read it one more time. You said you want to learn. Yes. Okay. 
To well, learn. Mm -hmm. Comma means you got a thought coming. Take a breath. To learn. Go ahead. You must love discipline. Mm -mm. Like. Occasionally. You must love. You must by faith. I told you, everything you do in the kingdom is by faith. We keep forgetting it. You keep thinking faith to get a car or a house. See, that's another thing. See, we've been taught so erroneously about the faith and the word of God and how you are to apply it and how you are to hear it. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word. Faith comes. It comes. The vehicle. The conduit. Okay. To learn, you must love discipline. You must love discipline. You must be disciplined. And you must love being disciplined. To learn. Your child, you, you want to teach them. You have to be disciplined in your discipline. All right, y'all going to get this. You want to come to learn them. Okay. See, this is how the enemy get advantage over us. Because we're, he said, any area that you are ignorant in, lack of knowledge, he has access. And I want to make sure that he doesn't have access. And he uses the word to get you. He don't use nothing else. He used the word. So with all you're getting, you better get an understanding of his word, how to process his thoughts. Amen? Then he tells you after the semicolon, this is dumb. This is stupid. To go on your own. To hate correction. He, I'm going to show you how the enemy uses that against y'all. If y'all can last. I'm going to show you how he uses that right here. Correction. I'm going to show you how he uses it against you. Mm-hmm. Can I do that? All right, we lay some foundation down right now. Demon, demons are spirits that don't possess a body. But to manifest, they need a body. Fallen angels have a body. Angels have a body. Many have entertained angels, not knowingly. The angels have a body. Demons do not have a body. Y'all don't think so? Okay, go to Ezekiel. Don't go to the book. That's right. Go with me tonight. Okay, I'm trying to, trying to make sure you sow that word in your heart. Okay? Don't just receive it with gladness. It won't take root. Okay. All right. Ezekiel 28, 13, 15, Amplified. Let's find out. Let's make sure. Make sure that we, the pretext, the protext, and the context of the scripture. Make sure it's right. Amen? All right. This is Ezekiel chapter 28 at verse 13 in the Amplified Bible. 
You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The carnelian, topaz, jasper, chrysolite, beryl, onyx, sapphire, carbuncle, and emerald. And your settings and your sockets and engravings were wrought in gold. On the day that you were created, they were prepared. Mm -hmm. Verse 14. You were the anointed cherub that covers with overshadowing wings, and I set you so. You were upon the holy mountain of God. You walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire, mm -hmm. like the paved work of gleaming sapphire stone, upon which the God of Israel walked on Mount Sinai. Mm. You were blameless in your ways. From the day you were created until iniquity and guilt were found in you. All right. He got stones in him. He got sockets. He's walking on fire. I'm just saying he got a body. He got wings. He has a body. He's been in the garden. This is not the prince of Tyree because it's going to intermingle with that. He's telling you who he is right now. He has a body. Sometimes you got to establish, you know, what you what you talk about. We talk about angels and demons, you know, and where did the demons come from? Right. There's a lot of people don't know. Well, where did the demons come from? See, they're going to get into the study of the Nephilim. God didn't sanction Genesis six when he was talking about and they came into the children or the daughters of men and they bore Nephilim babies, children, offsprings. So when those offsprings died, where did they spirits go? That is where you get your demons from. And he said, all the earth was filled with wickedness, evil in the hearts of men. Demons need a body. See, y'all, we, we missed that all up. I'm, I'm going to teach on that. Make sure we get right clarification on you need to know your enemy. Right. You need to know where he came from. Right. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to help y'all out here. All right. Here we go. Here we go. So a demon can attach themselves to objects and also peach people. Okay? All right, watch this. All right. That's why when he went to the camp, he said, don't take none of the booty. Don't take none of the spoils. Don't bring nothing back. Just like when you go to them, you know, them yard sales. Y'all be careful what you bring home. Be careful. Be careful. I'm letting you know. They attach to things. They have personality. They have intelligence. They believe. The Bible said they tremble at the name of Jesus. They believe. They have a belief system. They are personalities. They study you. Okay. See, a lot of times we go into prayer, go into warfare, we don't have no idea what's going on. This is why you get hurt. See, he don't necessarily come after you, but he detects what's on your bloodline. This is why I'm going to show you. This is why you can't be sinning. Okay. See, that's what intercessory prayer, nobody want to know about this, how it really happens. 
Okay, let's go. Can we go there? Yes. All right, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Hmm. They also attach themselves, as y'all saw in the Bible, to animals. They need a body. They need, an, they need an inanimate object. They need something, okay, to possess. In some cases, demons don't get into a person. Now, listen to this. But they attach themselves oh, to them. Sometimes they don't get in the person, but they attach themselves to you. I'm, I'm going to show you all something here. If you all just let Holy Spirit teach. If you let Holy Spirit teach. Okay. Woo. The important thing in either case is to destroy the legal ground through which Hasatan or Satan demons get access to afflict, to harm, and torment human beings. Amen. Okay. Y'all, y'all remember what I said about attachments. Okay, I'm going to show you that. It's very important to know. The ways that demons get into people. Step one. You need to know who gave them legal rights to enter in. You need to know that. It didn't necessarily have to be you. See, everybody here is supposed to be free. Not one of you are supposed to be bound. All right. All right. (laughs) Step one. You need to know, I said, how and who gave him legal rights to enter in in the first place. So by in in renunciation, okay, in renunciation, excuse me, by renunciation, renunciation means the formal. Listen. The formal rejection of something, typically a belief, claim, or cause, or an action. In other words, you need to speak. Renunciation. Okay. Okay. All right. Listen to this. Listen to this. By doing this, this is how it happens. By doing this in faith in Jesus alone, you can, with God's authority that you've just been given, command these related demons to leave, and the demons will leave by force. Listen, they have to leave by force. They are forced to leave. No, you don't just hey, come on. No, because I carry the authority. They are forced to believe. Leave. They cannot stay and occupy the territory. It's all about territory. It's all about the human terrain. Okay. See, we don't know. This is how he get us. This is how he get us. Remember, demons cannot just enter into any, anything that they want. They can't come into you anytime they want. They can't. They have to know the rules of engagement. They have a have legal, they have to have a legal opening. Okay. Y'all hear what I said? They have to have a legal opening. Listen to this. Knowledge of how they get in will give us knowledge how to keep them out. See, this is what we don't want to do. So I'll come in here to play. See, 
knowledge on how they got in gives you knowledge on how to keep them out. Y'all got that? Y'all got that? Okay, okay. You can believe there ain't a warfare going on if you, know, if you want to. Just like the air that you don't see that you're breathing, you're breathing it. It's still going on. Okay. You know why you need to know this? You know why you need to know how he got in? Because it's necessary for you to maintain your deliverance. It's, it's, it's necessary for you to know how that because you'll be able to maintain your deliverance. First, you need to be delivered. You got to be able to maintain it. Well, you got to be able to maintain it. You know how? Just what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. See, if you really are committed to serving God, this is your lifeline. So nothing, point of death, should keep you from it. That's why it's so important to find who is your man of God. Who is your pastor? You need to know that. Because what he got in his mouth, what he carried, Woo. my God, oh man, y'all wait to Sunday, y'all wait, y'all wait to Sunday, ah, uh, okay, you know how you do that towel, you do that, that's what I want to do, mm, mm, mm. It's necessary to maintain your deliverance. That's what that's a problem right there. So what point is it to get delivered for a short period of time and then he returns? And we're back to square one again. Because you haven't learned how to maintain your deliverance. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm -mm. Watch this. Step two. Generational curses start in the mother's womb. Woo! The legal interest for anyone to come into this world is through the womb of a woman. Jesus had to come through the womb of one. Other than that, he would have violated his word. So he couldn't violate his word. He's here legally. The legal interest is through the womb of a woman. Satan's not here legally. The demons are not here legally. Okay. Woo. Watch this. I'm going to show y'all some stuff. Adultery and occultic sins are transmitted to the third and fourth generation from those who hate God. Uh-uh. Go to Exodus. I'm going to show y'all. You're thinking being in the word. Exodus 34. No, Exodus 3. What? Oh, no, 34, sorry. <laughs> 34, 7. Exodus chapter 34 at verse 7. Keeping mercy and loving kindness for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, 
visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. Okay, watch this. So right there, the demons have legal entrance. Right there, they have legal entrance. Right there. Okay, you follow me? Right there, they have legal entrance. They have right, look, they have the right to enter the unborn child of those who are under such curses. This is how demons, listen, this is how demons and these curses go from generation to generation. Oh, just look at your family tree. You know, the hidden one, the one that nobody won't talk about. That's where the incest sins iniquity of his father. Okay, this is real. This is how he get us. Thank God we born again. Uh, see, you won't tell them to tell it to the blood. That's the problem. All right, hold on. I'm going to help y'all. We got to get this. So, here we go. Mm. Teacher, you have legal right to the unborn child. And he know he's going to take advantage of that. As you can see. Mm -hmm. You're born formed in iniquity. Okay, okay, here we go. All right, all right. We inherit both good and bad from our ancestors. But because of Christ, we can break out of that curse. Amen? Amen. amen. We should, everybody should say amen on that one. Amen. See, we, we, we just don't really understand sin and how the enemy uses that. Oh, okay. No, we don't. That's why we keep doing it. All right, here we go. All right, hold on. Watch this. Watch this. Some people are the way they are because they have been demonically oppressed all of their lives from the womb. Some people are how they are and their personality is because of the iniquity, the oppression from the womb. That's what the scripture says. Okay, hold on. Watch this thing, Bill. Because you can inherit good and bad. Okay? Some people, listen to this. See, this will have you, this will have, you have mercy with people. Yeah. And understand what's going on with them. That's right. That's right. Oh, what's going on with you? Okay, watch this. Y'all following me? Okay. All right, listen to this. This is stuff the enemy don't want us to know. Okay? All right, teacher, here we go. We're going we're gonna to plow through this. I gotta, yeah, I got I to gotta move. I got to move. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Watch this. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Hold on. People think that it's part of them. This is who I am. But really it isn't. You can be free. You can be free. You don't have to accept. That's not you. I'm just trying to help you why you act like you act and behave like you behave and respond like you respond. Okay. See, now, 
When I give it to you, you got to process it. Okay? My job as a pastor is to identify what's going on with you spiritually. Okay, here we go. All right. This is it. Number three. Sins of commission. You got omission, but we're going to deal with sins of commission right now. Go to Romans 6. Go to Romans 6. We got to do this fast. Romans 6, 16. Amplify. Ready? Read. Romans chapter 6 at verse 16. Do you not know that if you continually surrender yourselves to anyone to do his will, you are the slaves of him whom you obey, whether that be to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness, right doing, and right standing with God. So let's see what Jesus answered that. Let's hold that right there. I'm going to get back to it. Go to John 8.34. Teacher. Mm. You got it? You John got it? chapter 8 at verse 34. This is how Jesus answered. Jesus answered them, <laughs> I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, whoever commits and practices sin is the slave of sin. Hmm. Now, the body of Christ don't want to talk about this. want to call you a millionaire all the time. And you dealing with this. Okay. Now, I'll come to do some correction. Mm-mm. When you see us on Facebook, it's going to be with a message. It's going to be with correction. It's going to be with love. Ah, uh, so you can fulfill your purpose. Okay. All right, man. All right, there we go. Woo! So that's how he answered. So when you yield to a particular sin, often enough, even at the mental acceptance, demons can enter them. No, think on these things. I'm telling you, I'm trying to help us out. This is what we, we that man in that mirror, we leave and we forget. All right. This is how he gets advantage over us. This is, how you, this is how you don't have a victorious life. This, okay. When you're supposed to, do you believe or you don't? It's not about feelings. Okay. All right. Here we go. Even one deliberate sin can open the door for demonic activity. Just one. So that must mean that they are always around us. Okay. You, you, stop. You're in my, you're in my, don't go there. Don't go there. Shh. You didn't hear that. Here we go. Watch this one. Watch this one. Sin. I said they're waiting at the door when you do that one thought, just that one thought. Right? Not all the time, but it can happen. Here's the key. Especially when repentance does not happen quickly. 
That's what will happen. You waiting. Mm-mm. When you have an art with your you say go to them immediately. Don't wait. So now, now you're going to start thinking. They're going to be building a case. With... This, this will happen to husbands and wives all the time. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-mm. here we go. Against yourself. So when a person is doing a sin that they hate and resent, it's no longer freedom. It's slavery. And we've all been slaves to our sin. Paul, David said, my sin, my sin, my sin is ever before me. He didn't say yours. He said, my sin is ever before me. So you have some. Okay. All right, here we go. This is going to set you free. You might have done the sin freely the first time, but you can't stop doing it freely now. You may have did it the first time. Oh, y'all, y'all, I'm going to get y'all here. Okay. <clears throat> We're going to go here. These demons drive and they compel people toward the same evil things. One of the areas, uh-oh, y'all not ready for this one. Mm-mm, mm-mm. One, of this, one of the areas where many people are most conscious of these areas is sexual lust. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Y'all missing it. I'm, I'm going to give you the other part. Y'all mature? I'm going to tell you the truth. That's my job as a pastor. I'm going to back that up again. I'm going to say it. I wrote it and I'm going to say it. Areas where many people are most conscious. Listen to this. Of these areas is sexual lust of masturbation. You don't realize that you're creating. I told you the enemy, if he get an advantage over you, he's got you. All he wants is a doorway. Nobody got to teach you. No one teaches you. It's in your nature. And he uses that. It's a doorway. It's an entrance. I said, if you don't know the entrance, how are you going to defend it? If you don't know how he's getting in, how are you going to defend it? Okay. All right. We're moving on. People may also be compelled to lie. To cheat. To steal or to think blasphemous thoughts. These acts can be broken by the victory of the cross. Y'all won't won't, won't do it. Y'all probably be believers. And it's finished works. Stage four. Listen, step four. Uh Uh-oh, y'all not going to like this one. I'm going to have to get behind the pulpit on this one. Podium. Oh, y'all. Y'all been taught wrong on this one, too. Sort of, you know. The law of sowing and reaping. You sow to get. That's good. And you do. Okay. Let's see. Let's go to Galatians 6. Let's go to Galatians 6, 7.
Hint, the demons know this law. Okay? Go ahead. Ready? Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7. I'm blowing through. Do not be deceived and deluded and misled. That's a lie. Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute. God will not allow himself to be sneered at, scorned, disdained, or mocked by mere pretensions or professions or by his precepts being set aside. He inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. Mm. For whatever a man sows, that and that only is what he will reap. That's not about things. Like you've been taught. That's not about things. Let's see. It's against God. Hold on. Okay. Let's see this law. Sowing and reaping. I didn't say the law of reciprocity. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. There you go. You got to be a student. Okay. Listen to this. Hmm. Demons know this law. They make sure that you reap the negative. Like when you're corrected, pay close attention. Like when you're corrected and God said, that that's love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you go on with the feelings. Right. You go with it in the feelings. God said when I correct you, it's love. But what he sows, he makes you reap the negative. Your feelings. Okay. All right. Okay. But you go on your feelings, the negative. So guess what? You begin to sow. Guess what you begin, begin to sow? You begin to sow deception. So when you sow deception, you are easily deceived. So when you sow deception, you're reaping it's deception. Deceived. You will be deceived. You're easily deceived. So if you just sow hatred, you're going to be hated. You don't get a car. You don't get a house. If you sow hatred, you're going to reap being hated. Do I need to come through the orders? I mean, deception. When you sow deception, when you talk and deceive somebody, you're going to be deceived. Matter of fact, you already are. Sowing and reaping. Give and it shall be given. That scripture won't talk about no things. Y'all need to read that scripture again tonight. I got to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Just with what I taught you alone right there should make you want to walk right and treat everybody right. For the rest of your life. 
for the rest of your life. You should want to be. I sow hatred. I will be hated. I sow deception. I will be deceived. That's what you get. Mm, mm, mm. When Christ frees us from sin, we should want to give ourselves to him completely. Did y'all hear what I said? When Christ frees you from sin. See, this is the problem. You don't know you've been freed from sin. It, it, it doesn't register. That's why you get offended when somebody tells you, you're sinning. I'm loving you right now. See, but he, you, you've been taught to receive the negative. So when you receive the negative, you're going to output the negative. Love never fails. <laughs> There's no law against love. Okay. The law of reaping and sowing. Okay. All right. Y'all going to get it when you go home. Here we go. Teacher, you know what? We never... As believers, we never fully, fully experience God. Not to the fullness that we're supposed to. You know that? No, we don't. Because we're still in bondage. Easily offended. That's bondage. When you don't trust, that's bondage. And we just, okay, we, we, don't, we don't believe this. Sins of omission. Last time I told you commission, now we had omission. Okay? Go to Genesis 4. Ooh, this is going to be good. Look at Mr. Brian. Oh, watch this. Go to Genesis 4. Four through seven. Genesis chapter four and verse four. And Abel brought of the firstborn of his flock and of the fat portions. And the Lord had respect and regard for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain and his offering, he had no respect or regard. So Cain was exceedingly angry and indignant, and he looked sad and depressed. And the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why do you look so sad and depressed and dejected? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin crouches at your door. Its desire is for you, but you must master it. Hold up. Hold up a minute. So God gave Cain grace. He's the, he's, listen, he's the just judge. And you can never be judged unless you don't have an opportunity to do right or wrong. 
You can't have a choice without right or wrong. You can't have light without darkness. Good and evil. You have to choose. He gave him a chance. He gave him grace. I told you how to worship me. But you insisted on worship me the way you want to worship me. I told you this. Okay. Now what he said here. He said this. Sin desires. Sin desire is for you. Sin Rebellion is for you. It's okay. It desires you. He said, you must master it. What he was saying is that you must rule over it. Wait, did y'all hear this? So in this case, sin is portrayed as a personality. With the desire to rule over us. And this speaks to the demonic powers. Good God, y'all ain't seeing this. Sins of omission are the main reason that demons get back into us. You choose. God said, I put life and death before you this day. Choose who you will what? Serve. That's why people don't want to come to Christ. I'm putting it before you right now. If you're not saved, and if you are saved, you got fruit. You have proof that you're saved. Don't get saved because you come to church. Sometime. That don't get you in the kingdom. Who you are ser- servant to rules you. And he said, sin should not rule you. Means that you can make the right choice. Okay. Ooh, okay. Man, Mm-mm-mm. should be some conviction. That means the word of God is coming forth. If there's no conviction, the word of God is not coming forth. If you can sit here and don't want to be changed, then the word, then you have, listen, really denied the validity of the word of God, the power of the word of God to save you. Because you can't save yourself. Your mama and your daddy can't save you. You have to choose. Mm, mm, mm. This is why we are supposed to be filled with the Holy Spirit until we overflow. We are supposed to devote. The Bible says our lives are supposed to be devoted to prayer. The word of God said your life is supposed to be devoted to prayer. Mm -hmm. Okay. When we don't live like this, we are living contrary to God's will. Y'all don't think so? Quickly, Acts. Almost there. Acts 6, 3 through 5. Who wants to live contrary to the will of God? Not me. Not my will, but thy will, nevertheless. All right, come on. Acts, got it? Acts chapter 6 at verse 3. Therefore, select out from among yourselves, brethren, Mm -hmm. seven men of good and attested character and repute, Mm -hmm. full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may assign to look after this business and duty. Verse 4. 
But we will continue to devote ourselves steadfastly to prayer and the ministry of the word. And the suggestion pleased the whole assembly. And they selected Stephen, a man full of faith, a strong and welcome belief that Jesus is the Messiah. Okay. And full of and controlled by the Holy Spirit. Stop right there. That's how you're supposed to be controlled by. Not your emotions. Not your sin. But by the Holy Spirit. If you're a man of God, that's what's supposed to be ruling your life. Not sin. Not rebellion. Not disobedience. Not your will. Woo! Okay. This is just short and sweet right here. And Satan knows this too. Step six. Demons return to the empty vessel. Luke 24. Come on. 26. Come on. Quick, quick. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus stood up yet. Come on. I'm almost there. Luke chapter 24 at verse 26. Yes, yes. Was it not necessary and essentially fitting that the Christ, the Messiah, should suffer all these things before entering into his glory, his majesty, and splendor? You say 1124. 1124. Huh? Luke 11. Luke chapter 11. 11, 24. At verse 24. Through 26. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it roams through waterless places in search of a place of rest, release, refreshment, ease, and finding none. It says, I will go back to my house from which I came. Okay, he called, the demon called you his house, his possession. He said, I'm going to go back to my house. Then when I get back to my house, I'm going to bring some more folks. Seven more vile than myself. Seven more nasty and rebellious than me. I'm going to bring them with me. Because it's my house. I told you you ain't working on your deliverance. That's why it's easy to come in. Okay, all right, we're going to cut it short. Uh, okay, uh, he calls you his house. Mm. Parents, you need to know this. See, I need a parent say, I got to get y'all right. Y'all got to get right. If you ain't right, you can't help your kids. If you're not right, you can't help your kids. Okay. A sudden shock might open the door for a spirit of fear to get into young kids. A sudden shock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You always careful, wait a Which can attach itself. See, you ain't got to get in. It just needs to attach itself. Okay? It just needs to attach itself. And manifest. What, what they would do when, say, you got to be spiritual, I got to get you spiritual. Your kid will start acting odd. Doing stuff that's not normal. And you won't correct them. But I'm going to need you to be attentive to see that they're doing something odd. I'm going to need you to know they're doing something odd. Watch what they're eating. 
It shouldn't be nothing to come out of them. Okay, huh? Y'all want to play? I'm trying to get y'all to see what's attached to your children. Nose running, get them a Kleenex. Don't let them just sit there. I'm telling you right now, you got to watch what's going on with your kids. See, but you just say, oh, that's just Billy, you know, whatever. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Not Billy. <laughs> you need to be careful what your kids watch. Good job, Star. You need to be careful. I'm going to help you with that, too. You need to be careful what your kids watch. This is a serious matter. Because you don't realize that all television, all the cartoon, everything, it's, it's designed to attach. Yeah. Come on. It's a designed to, Disney, all of it, is designed to attach to your children. Subliminal. It's, it's a design to create in them imagination. See, that's it. All of it. Incantations. All of this stuff. See, but we, we just, oh, let's just let them, let them watch it. I'll be watching all that stuff. Shark or whatever the heck they be watching. I'm making sure. Baby shark, all of it. Baby balls, all of them. I want to make sure. Okay. I'm just a pastor. Okay. All right. Some of us need to watch. Some of us need to know what has attached itself to our children. This is why they behave the way they do. Or you do too. Mm -hmm. We need to know the importance that I told you about praise. God, instead, listen, you, you got to know the importance of praising God instead of, listen, going to pieces when the storms of life strike. That's what we do. Here's another way that demons enter into uh, us continually through rituals and non-biblical religious acts. Some of us got masons in our family. Some of us got star, Eastern stars and all of that in our family. You got to be careful. Okay, I'm going to show you why real quick. See, this is, this is deep right here. You got to be careful with this stuff. And you need to know what's on your bloodline. Who is that? Who? Okay, this is what they do. So you got to be careful with non-religious secret societies. Freemason, star, Eastern star, sister of the Eastern star. These demons are designed to blind you from the gospel. These spirits, listen, transmit through generation. My uncle was a mason. My father was a mason. See, it's designed. That's what they do. It's a brotherhood. It's a covenant. Okay. All right. See, but we, the Christians, are, we're blind. We don't think there's evil and he's really out to kill you. Yes, he is. Many forms of entertainment open people up to the demonic invasion. It's not entertainment. It's containment. It's not entertainment, it's containment. <sighs> Movies are spells. Okay. All right. Television and movie industries inspired, listen, they're inspired by Satan. 
And he opens you up to satanic or worldly philosophies. Mm-hmm. Adult entertainment. Occult. Listen to this one. Listen to this one. Let me see who was back there. What adult name? Okay. Okay. Adult entertainment. Philosophy. Open New York. Listen. Role playing games. Open you up to demonic activity. Because in order to take on the role, you got to release who you are. You have to open yourself up for who you are. I said adults. This is what happens in warfare. This is how he gets the believer. And you just walk right on in the church and everything's good. And you still, that thing's attached to you. Role playing. You know, now they got the oculus wrist with the, the goggles, right? All of that is to be an augmented reality. It's taking you out. It's opening you up. That's what yoga does. It opens you up for the lie. See, they don't want to teach you this in church. They want to keep you blind. Keep you in greed instead of you being free and understanding how the warfare, how to engage the enemy on his ground. You need knowledge. It's not entertainment. It's containment. Keeps your mind focused. Okay. Oh, I got to go. I got to. Oh, man, I want to get this. Oh, I sent something out in a kindergarten. My grandbaby is five years old right here. Why is the teacher operating a Ouija board in the classroom with five-year-olds in kindergarten? Yep. I can show you. A Ouija board. Opening our kids up. So now when they go home, something done followed them. You cannot open that door and nothing comes out. Deception. Another way, this is real important. Another way that you have demonic activity in your life is through hurts. Oh, you just say, come on in. Hurts and wounds. Uh Uh-oh, watch this one. From people. From our past. Oh, my God. If you don't forgive, uh uh-oh, fully. Don't nobody tell you, come on, I forgive, but I don't forget. You have not forgiven. Because Jesus, God said, I throw it in the sea of forgiveness for my own sake. See, I told you, we don't operate in the fullness of what God has of us because we don't believe. We've never really experienced the fullness of God's freedom because we're still bond. We're still in bondage. Mm, mm, mm. Decades, decades, decades. Woo! Okay, listen to this. If you don't forgive fully, you open yourself. Listen to that. You open yourself to demonic spirits. Spirit of, re- listen, resentment. Spirit of rejection, anger, hatred, bitterness. Christians who have been hurt. Listen, here we go. This is the big one in church. This is what it is. Christians who have been hurt by pastors. Everybody in here. It's somewhere you've been hurt by a pastor. 
or a spiritual leader? How come the scripture, all things works for the good to them that love Christ and are called according to his what? Purpose. All they did was locate you. The key is that you got to love God. See, what happened is you put your trust in people. You trust them. You believe them. And them hurt you. God don't hurt you. He don't give you what you want. He give you what you need. There, there you go. So, 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 especially, listen, Christians who have been hurt, I told you about pastors and spiritual leaders, are especially, listen, vulnerable. Uh, when you get hurt by them, you're now, you're especially vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You're especially, you're especially vulnerable now. Mm-hmm. The church is just full of unforgiving people. Sitting there saying we forgive. This is what he was talking about, mocking him, because you taking his name saying that you forgive. He forgives you to the level that you forgive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Something's truly wrong with the body of Christ. Something is wrong with the body of Christ if we don't forgive. Okay. See, not dealing with this, this is the other part. You need to hear this. Not dealing with that hurt correctly. I'm going to say it again. Not dealing with that hurt correctly. You cause more damage to the body of Christ than the demons themselves. You do. You do. You cause more damage to the body of Christ when you don't forgive. Okay. It said it should be not found amongst none of us. See, now everybody think they're getting in. Y'all, I'm letting you know. Mm-mm. You better make sure you got it right. You better make sure you got it right. See, you're not going to be forgiven. Listen, your sins have been forgiven. But what you're going to be judging on what you heard with that word. What did you do when I told you this tonight? How did you live after you left here? How are you going to live tomorrow, next week, after hearing the word of God? It snared you. Yeah. Mm-mm. The words of your lips have ensnared you. That's what's going to happen. When he said forgive, he ain't playing about forgive. Amen. When you don't, listen, when, I told you, to deal with hurt, you have to come above it. That's how you deal with the hurt. Man, oh, it should develop character in you. Compassion. No, we get angry. Mm-mm. Oh, man. Last thing, I'm done. It's so good, though, ain't it? It is. It's good. The last thing. The last thing. The absolute last thing. <laughs> Religious festivals. All right. Come on now. This intercessory prayer. Okay. Evil spirits form covenants between nations and rulers and rule over them. Okay. I'm going to say it again. Evil spirit form covenants between nations and rule over them from the heavenly realm. So like this. So 
Y'all ever watch National Geographic? You see the Hindus and they got all these metal poles all through them. Y'all seen that? And they walking around with all those, no blood. Y'all ever seen, this is real violent though, but uh, in Muslim nations, I think it's India too, they had these three inch swords. And their backs are sliced open. Very little blood. I mean, the white, you see everything. Okay, y'all don't understand what I'm saying here. Okay, hold on. I'm talking about demonic influence over nations. I'm going to show you what happens. All right, okay. Apparently no pain. We have to realize that we're not dealing with psychological or cultural curiosities when you see stuff like this, okay? Even the pilgrimage to Mecca are a pillar of Islam whereby evil spirits associated with that religion that keeps the grip in the minds of the people. So when you see everybody going to Mecca and everybody walking around the, the black cube, millions of people, that's demonic activity. He keeps his hand and mind on the people. This is what he's doing. Y'all got to understand what's happening here. Y'all got to understand what's happening here. But see, we can't see spiritually. To see spiritually, you got to have love. That's what's wrong with me. You don't have love. That's what it is. So, so last thing here. Even the Olympic Games is a pagan ceremony. Greek paganism. The spirit of Greece expresses itself in humanism. Worship of the body. Intellectualism. Philosophies. Mm-hmm. The Olymp- listen, the, the Olympus is really, it's a religious as well as a sport event. The lighting of the Olympic torch, that was normally done in the Olympic days by the priests. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Covenant and pilgrimage are often points of demonic power. You actually see the demonic power if you could really understand what's going on. And I tell people a lot of things about tattoos in the same way. People just they get mad. I ain't mad to get a tattoo. That's you. But it's a ritual. It's called bloodletting. And you don't just get one. Anything to, anything he can do to defile your temple. But you don't want to hear it. I want to make up my mind. Yep, exactly. You sure can. But I'm just letting you know what it is. It's a ritual. I can go all the way back with it. Well, you probably want to go with it. Days of Noah, I can go all the way back. Okay. Just got to be careful what we're doing. Okay? Know what you're doing. Know why you're doing. Know what the origin of it is. Amen? I had my ears pierced because I was in the world. 
Don't judge me. I ain't judging you. Not in that way. All of these things are designed to keep us in spiritual bondage. Amen. 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 I, I know it was a lot tonight, but I got through it. Good. Sorry. Good. Kept you here longer. I, I had to deal with that later. I want you to learn. My job as a shepherd is to teach you so you won't be misinformed. And you'll know why you're doing what you're doing. And you'll know how to pray effectively. Amen. Amen. For what you see. All right. Man, glory to the most high God. Hey, teacher. How you doing? Alvin is here. Y'all, this is our good friend Alvin, the husband. We used to fellowship so much. Welcome. Oh, wow. The word dynamic, right? I mean, truly life change. I just want to thank Pastor for the awesome word of God. We do have something to uh, actually do, so I'm not, I'm not going to chime in about the message at all. I, I just pray that you allow the engrafted word to reach your inner man so it becomes a part of you and you can live this out because we're truly in a fight. Yes, we are. And it's a fight for not only your life and salvation, but those that will come after you. Amen? Amen. Amen. So uh, if we just stand on our feet, we're going to just close out here.